your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. Hey, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Should be so enthusiastic on a Monday. Should be like, hey, welcome to a Monday. But your day is over, so that's good. Hopefully, your day is over. 608 785 7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Should we just do a Maybe tomorrow. I mean, Mitch Reynolds is going to be on tomorrow, Mayor Mitch Reynolds. We'll just probably take the whole hour to do a, a Bucks pregame, honestly. It's going to probably be half the show. I don't know what else there's worth to talk about. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to possibly win an NBA championship tomorrow night in Milwaukee. Game six, Suns Bucks. Very excited. The game Saturday was amazing. <laughs> I've seen every minute of every Bucks playoff game pretty much championship next year. So just just re- just remember that. <laughs> you heard that here. Um Matt Keel's going to join me in a couple of minutes. She's the uh, one of the new city council members in Lacrosse. A couple of things going on. There's another another city planning commission meeting tonight at the South Side Neighborhood Center, 6 o'clock. They had one last week. It's an, a public input session, so you go there and give your input. They're they're doing a, a five year plan, or they're they're you know planning the five year plan. So if you go, if you just Google City Plan Commission, you can just you can find the uh, the five year plan. It's a uh, forty five page document. Just a couple of things on there. I mean, if you get to page two, no page three. After the table of contents, it's right there, $84.4 million in total funding just next year, $38.9 million in new borrowing, $63.7 million city funded. So that's, that's the kind of the overview. That's not, that's not exactly what's going to happen. It's kind of why we're doing this meeting tomorrow night. But we can talk to Mac about that. A couple other things I want to talk about. Um, if I got, I got 75 tabs open here. So just being a new city council member, the amount of work it takes. Uh, she's also like eight months pregnant. So we can maybe talk about how, the, how difficult that is. Uh, maybe we'll talk about health care for all. Uh, and then there's, there's another pretty interesting thing. The city is being rewarded or awarded or I don't know how you want to say it, but the American Rescue Plan funding we have a, a figure on that, $22 million the city is getting. So how do we use the $22 million from the federal, uh, you know, the American, American Rescue Plan funding? How do we use that money in the city? Do we just divide it up? How many people live in La Crosse and just divide it up? Divided by $22 million population. Do we do how many households there are? Do workers that don't live in lacrosse get any of this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do we do with that money? I don't. I have no idea. Give it to businesses. Give it to fix all the roads. Do we just fix all the roads? Do we just take that twenty-two million and look at the capital budget for next year and go? If it's thirty-eight point nine million in new borrowing, we just take the twenty-two million and put it into the thirty-eight point nine million. Therefore, there's only like 15 million in new borrowing next year, or 16 million. Do that? Can we do that? I don't. I don't even think we can do that. It'd be nice though, right? Just here we go. 
Uh, there's probably better ways to use that money, though. Probably more immediate needs the city needs. More immediate needs the city needs. So, yeah, that's a couple of things on the do- on the docket. It's hard to... I'm very distracted by the Milwaukee Bucks, though. I did see this little tidbit. <laughs> and not a whole lot of people calling this out, I don't think. Maybe. Um, it, it would be weird, but should Democrats be calling this out? Um, there's going to be 17,000 fans in the arena tomorrow. The Bucks could win it all. They could win the NBA championship first time in it's in, in 50 years. Uh, 70, 1971, the Bucks won it all. So, um, so 17,000 fans. But there's going to be so this thing is called the the Deer District, and we talked about it a little bit on Friday with Chagoski, the UWL lacrosse political science professor or we don't actually talk a whole lot of politics, but we get some work in that regard done. But uh, we did talk about the Bucks because that was a preview to Game 5. But um, the Deer District is just outside the arena. They they kind of fence off an area where fans can watch the game on a big screen TV. And why, don't, that why, I, why they don't bring people into the arena when they're on the road, you know, to watch on the Jumbotron, maybe the COVID... I don't know, but like the they're expecting 65,000 fans to be standing shoulder to shoulder outside the arena, screaming and yelling, jumping around, drinking. I'm sure. I'm sure there's drinking. I don't know how you get drinks, though. Has anyone been to the Deer District? I think Grant might have been. Grant Bills, who's on the radio right now. I should have asked him. I didn't think of it till just now. I'm like, what can you do? You go. Can you go get? beer somewhere a nine dollar where can you get the nine dollar beer uh but yeah sixty five thousand fans you'd think maybe the healthcare professionals be like eh, it's probably not the smartest thing milwaukee bucks maybe cut that down to fifteen thousand fans and make them stand six feet apart or make them prove they're va- vaccinated or uh make them wear masks uh something pandemic's not over or just we don't care. But on the flip side, then, but we've made this political. So, like, uh, nobody, but I, I haven't heard a whole lot of pushback against the 65. I could be wrong. Um, I'll say it here first. Maybe that's not the smartest thing. And if this is going to be a Democrat versus Republican thing, then maybe Democrats should be saying this is not a great idea somehow. But they are not going to say that, right? Because why would you push back against the uh, history in the making here, Milwaukee Bucks. It's all good news, right? Like, we can't even question the fact that 65,000 fans are going to be packed in. And if you've seen any pictures of it, it they are. They're, they're sardines in a can. I mean, they're outside, so I guess, like, the the idea in the in the past is if you're outside, we're good to go. I mean, we, we saw that with uh, some rallies here in town, some protests, I guess you could call them. We saw that with a rally in West Salem. When the president came, uh, kind of the same deal. So maybe, maybe we, maybe we're good. But it's just kind of funny that there's not a whole lot of pushback from anyone on that that I've seen anyway. I just haven't seen a whole lot of stories. Hey, sixty-five thousand, not not the greatest idea. Let's see though, NBA.com. Yep, NBA.com. Bucks announce. <laughs> uh, yeah. So tomorrow night. Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you didn't see the play, Bucks, very scary play 
to seal the game Saturday night. Suns were going for the tie. The Bucks' newest acquisition, Drew Holiday, well, biggest acquisition, I say, stripped the ball from the Suns' best player, took off down the court, and decided to throw it to Giannis Antetokounmpo on an alley-oop, a lob pass, who dunked, and then he dunked it. But uh, very scary because every, <laughs> everything could go. So many things could have went wrong there, and, and including just Giannis catching the ball and being fouled because he can't make any free throws anymore. Uh, so... Anyway, all right, I'll stop talking about the Bucks. We're going to bring Matt Keel on here in a minute. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Matt Keel, city council member, is on with me. Rookie city council member. She represents District 7, which I'm just going to call the Kmart District, Matt. How's that? Yes, yep. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Um, when we were a month ago, when we were discussing that, you know, we kind of introduced a plan or semi, well, we introduced what we hope will become a plan for what to do with that area. And one of the big things, uh, the company that's, that's kind of overseeing that said is, and I think Mitch said this too, is can we not call it the Kmart site anymore? You got any brainstorming, any ideas of what to call it? So we don't call it just the Kmart site anymore. Gosh, I mean, I, it's so tough. Cause I feel like if we change, if, we try to call someone else. If something else, everyone's like, "What? What are you talking about?" Right? Um, I I don't have any big. I mean, the the new awesome development. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, on the south side, we could call it. <laughs> I know. I threw this at you. I should have just texted you. Hey, come up with a name quick. I should right? text you a little earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But but that's right in your district, right in the heart of your district. I think a lot of people like to talk about that, and we can talk about some of this other stuff. The and I kind of previewed it before. Uh, we got the city's got 22 million from the American Rescue Plan. What to do with that? And the city plan commission meeting tonight, and just being a new council member. But a lot of people are curious what what the H are we going to do with the Kmart site and with the Shopco site? And so, what what are people in your district? That being your district, what are people saying? Yeah, so you know, people is definitely want a mixed use site, right? So it's not just going to be one major store um, to where you know some. People are suggesting some major stores come in, but really a mixed use so it can hit on multiple people in the community, a ton of different people, so then it's sustainable, right? So um, that's something that I definitely want as well. And I think what's what's really cool is, you know, at the public kind of meeting a, a little while ago when, when the public was able to come and give some ideas, there was a lot of ideas about not just, you know, the building that's going to be there, but also what's there. So, like, maybe some green space. Um, you know, they really want it to be a hub to where that that intersection is already pretty popular. So they want it to be more pedestrian-friendly. So also kind of looking at how to make that more pedestrian-friendly. How is it, how can we, you know, easily walk from, you know, one one corner to the next? Because there's, there's some awesome things on each corner. So um, I think, you know, how do we bring that in and make it a central location to where, you know, someone can go to a store, but then also go and eat right outside or even hang out with their family outside um, in a green area or multi-use space, you know, some some sports equipment, stuff like that. So I think um, being really creative uh, to draw people in and using this more than just, you know, somewhere to go and shop and leave is going to be important in making it something that will be there for a while and please everyone. What if we just move the intersection to the Kmart area and just made it a roundabout so that we don't have to wait at those lights forever? 
<laughs> yeah, that that would be uh, nice. I wish I wish it were that easy. Um, how about trampolines so you can just jump over the road, those giant trampolines, or maybe zip zip lines so people can zip line over the edge? No. Um, no, I, I mean, that'd make it much more interesting. Um, do you have anything that you would, you know, as a representing that district, but you probably, you know what, I the, the people running the kind of overseeing what's going to, the development there, I can't, three, I can't remember, 360, what, I can't remember what they were, yeah. what their name was. Um, 360 solutions popping in my head, but I forget. Uh, but they, yep, yep. The, the guy there said, you know, the running that was like, he really liked to see like a micro brewery there. Do you have anything that you would really like to see? Um, I would love to see something that, um, I, I mean, I feel like this is like the safe answer, but family friendly. So some type of like, little, um, you know, whether that's like a kid shop or there's a ton of young people in the neighborhood with young families. So something that would make it attractive to walk to, um, you know, having those, those other corner places, they're great for everything. I mean, I bring my son to job, you know, all the time and having something across the way. Um, I mean, this might be like overreaching, but I mean, I've been to indoor playgrounds, not saying that that, you know, necessarily might be a good idea here, but something to bring the kids there and entertain them while, um, you know, adults can be there as well. So some piece of it being very, very family friendly and more even kid friendly. Matt Keel, city council member representing district seven, uh, also a month away from having a baby. So of course you want family friendly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, of course. But, exactly. But you can, you can see that a lot of your constituents, uh, are, are maybe in the same boat that you are. Um, all right, so I know I know we don't have like a ton of specifics here, but the American Rescue Plan is essentially uh, giving I don't know how many bags of money is twenty two million dollars, <laughs> but the city's getting twenty two million dollars. What do we do with that? Do you have any ideas? Right, right. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be important to be intentional about what we do um, and really hit the ground running with some big ideas. I am personally still uh, grappling with understanding how exactly we can use this, right? So I would love to look at big picture ideas in some of those those um, places in our community that need some extra help, right? So housing, hot topic. I would love to look into something to where, you know, we can use some of these fundings for that and um, help those people in our community. So that's, that's a big one, and I know it's very broad. I don't have anything specific um, uh, with that just because I – I, I'm understanding it more, but I think I think really making sure though it's a ton of money. <laughs> so making sure we can help people right here in our community, and we're intentional about that instead of just you know throwing and, and giving it away at, at whatever comes first. Um, but helping those that were that were truly affected by COVID. What if we just used all 22 million to fix all the roads? Because that's always the plan. The problem we need to fix the roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I would love, uh, you know, to fix all the roads, um, but I would also love to put money into everything else, right? Because personally, um, we, we we also have a transportation issue, right? So any, we have a lot of places you have to have a car to get to easily. Um, so I would personally prefer to love to put it into better better transportation for walking or biking or you know, like you said, zip lining across town. So, and some some other uh, uh, more sustainable transportation would be awesome. Yeah, I have this plan where you where we uh, we we gut Riverside Park and make put a river canal in there, and we can gondola everywhere. 
That that sounds amazing. So maybe we could do that throughout the city. We just you know we we take from the Mississippi River and we just put gondola and kayak. We could just kayak everywhere in town instead of driving. Oh, that I, I mean that that's something to look into for sure. I mean, we probably need most of the twenty two million though. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So when <laughs> so the city on the website has essentially three ways for people to apply for. Hey, I need I need this or I need that. Whether it's people or. or businesses or communities i don't i don't exactly do you know do you understand the three tiers here on the on the website with uh how to how to get some i guess it's more like your 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 it's a public input into where the funding should go right yeah yeah exactly so the three different ways is that uh community project so you know it's pretty self-explanatory something in the community that's a project they it's not really narrowed down so any idea you have throw it in there um the application is pretty easy because it asks, you know, some things to help you narrow it down, like, you know, how many people it's going to serve and, and, and how long um, are these funds needed, stuff like that. But so there's community, there's individual assistance, and then there's nonprofit funding application. Um, so each of them a little bit different, but looking at um, kind of the, you, give in, you give a good summary of what you think this money should be used for, something specific. Um, so I think that's pretty cool and important to have the public involved because, um, a, you know, creativity, I throw any, any wild idea out there and it could be something that's going to work. So when, when it's uh, individual assistance, do you have any like, like good examples there? The, th- the thing is so broad and it's so much money. Um, you, you gotta wonder like, Hey, I, 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 uh, I lost my job for with, from COVID and I mm-hmm. also need a new roof and now I can't afford it. <laughs> Can I get some mm-hmm. COVID money? I don't know if, I don't know if that's out of the question. Right. Right. And, um, with this process, I mean, you know, obviously we haven't had this process before, but being so new, um, I, I'm not fully sure of what the process is to even narrow it down, but for individual assistance, you know, I'd say throw that in there. Right. So, so anything you, you can think of, because that individual one, it asks you how COVID impacted you. Um, so that's going to be important if it was loss of income or um, so many other things, right? And then how can these funds be used to help you rebound from this? Um, so, you know, I think that's important, and that can be in many different ways for everyone. Um, and so putting anything in there that you feel, you know, is something that, that is deserved and um, that was, you know, essentially eventually a loss which really could tie to a ton of different things um it, at least it's put in the bucket for a possibility of helping yeah just thinking about how has covid affected you maybe one would be um i had to go to the hospital for covid and i now i have a fifteen thousand yeah. dollar hospital bill that i can't pay because <sighs> i was in the hospital and, and my health insurance you know isn't going to cover all that i don't know uh it just seems like always a, yeah. it's always kind of an issue there um that's a huge one yeah Somebody texted in, uh, Tom texted in just in, in terms of what we, I mean, it was probably, well, I'll just read the text. Op- open another coffee shop on the South side. We need one on every block. So there's a, I don't know if we can use the American <laughs> rescue plan money on that, but what about, I mean, that's, you know, when we get back to the Kmart site and in just in terms of like things that are, you know, there's a lot of stuff already there. There's a grocery store. So we already can cancel, you know, needing anything in that regard. There's, a couple of yep. restaurants, uh, you know, with, I think a Chinese restaurant, a pizza, a, mm-hmm. a pizza place. There's even like uh, Verizon's there, a cell phone business. Um, yep. I think I get my dog's dog food at Wags and Whiskers there. I know that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the chiropractic office is still there. 
Um, there would be a sub shop in there too. Uh, so there's a lot of things already there. But what what you know you're right. There's there's not a ton of like you know you couldn't make the Kmart site a park, but you could you know like that would be one mm-hmm. thing. There's a high school a block away, so there's going to be a lot of younger traffic in in that mm-hmm. regard. So you know, I just it feels like there there there's a lot of options that would be a little off off the main drag because the, the, just there the wouldn't be a coffee shop that just seems so typical right but we already kind of have all that so there is a coffee shop right isn't there a dunkin donuts right yep. there too yep and you said java vino so i it just it's so uh you know you really could get creative with what you want to put but first things first mac right we we got to tear down the kmart right that thing is grotesque to me yeah that's that's the tough part is it's i i am all for you know reusing what we can um, and buildings. Um, uh, this one particularly, it's it's tough for multi-use because you know we th- they also want to build up, right? So the the hope is that there's also apartments there, um, so some living spaces because we have a ton of people in the community. Um, you know, at any at a lot of different ages, but even um, the the older community that doesn't want to quite leave their house, but it's too big for them right now, right? But they want to stay in the community. We, you know, you put you put housing there, not that it has to be, um, you know, elderly housing specifically. You put housing there, that's a way for them to be able to stay in the community that they want to be in, but also bring in other families. So um, the, the Kmart building is not built for that, um, unfortunately, and the, the building in whole um, it's just it's not in great shape on top of it. So, it, unfortunately, it looks like, you know, rebuilding is going to be the best option. Unfortunately, that, that takes money. Um, and, again, it, you know, I'm, I would always prefer to reuse, um, and with this one, it is tough. Yeah, I don't think the Historical Society is going to call the Kmart building a historic <laughs> site. Right? Uh, and no, no, I don't think so. Selfishly, I just want an indoor sand volleyball court, two of them, actually. So if we can get that done, Mac, that would be great. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. Max gonna we got to talk about some other stuff. She's gonna stick around with us before heading to that city plan commission meeting. Um, Scott's comment. Brad doing the news. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Matt Keel, city council member, on with me. Uh, Rookie city council member, and I want to get to that in a minute, but Mac, there's a city planning commission tonight. It starts in 21 minutes, um, if, and at the South Side Neighborhood Center, if people want to go down there. I guess, why why do why should people in the cross want to hit, hit up this meeting? Yeah, so um, it's a great way to, you know, uh, have your input, um, go talk in person. You can go and just watch. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. Um, but, you know, it's important to have that input, um, and this is specifically for capital projects in La Crosse, so um, something that's, that's typically a fixed asset. So that's things that are like buildings, constructions, um, sewers, gosh, so uh, street construction, um, so a lot of, lot of different things, but um, this is where, you know, you should come, and even if you're unfamiliar with the process, come and give your input. It's also a great place just to ask questions, to be honest, because there are departments. Um, all of the city departments are there as well, represented somehow. Um, so asking a question um, is completely fine to come do that in person, um, virtually, or you can even write that. So this isn't the last chance to give public input. 
it's the last chance that we might have a public hearing like in person um, before August, but it's a great opportunity to come ask questions, have your, your voice be heard, um, or just go and check it out and kind of see what's going on a little bit more. Yeah, and if you Google City Plan Commission, I think, you know, lacrosse, City Plan Commission, lacrosse, I think one of the, the first links and that I'll take you, eventually you can get to the capital budget projects for the next five years, and it's a 45-page PDF that you have to download, but once you do, you can, it's really nitty-gritty numbers on on everything and I and I just brought up it's uh for even next year it's eighty four point four million in total funding, thirty eight point nine million in new borrowing and sixty three point seven million which will be city funded. Does does uh does the thirty eight point nine million make you nervous at all or is that do you think that's typical? I know you, you probably haven't studied this uh over the years, but maybe you have. Right, right. So um, it definitely made me nervous at first, um, but at the last public hearing, we did get a taste of, hey, this is where we start, right? So these are like all of our awesome, you know, wants, um, but then we start to kind of narrow it down. Um, and also maybe even um, this is where we have to start pushing some projects to different years or whatnot. So knowing that, you know, everyone's putting in their projects, everyone's putting in their requests, the number is going to keep going up. And then we're going to be eventually to the point where that will go down. So um, I feel like it's good to get all of everything we can in there. Um, but this is this is the I mean, wish the list. Scares me. This is the wish list. This capital, this forty-four yeah. page document is kind of like the wish list. If we could get everything we wanted next year, here's what it would be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So there, there are definitely going to be some tough choices to eventually make, and um, having to move some some projects on or or, you know, waiting to do them. And, and I know that that's going to be the tough part is once we get there. So right now I'm just going to focus on hearing, hearing out, you know, what people are passionate about and, and uh, kind of going along with the next step. Have you heard anything from, from your district? Um, yes, my district. Um, I would say uh, the main thing is the, the Wigand shelter. Um, that has actually been, it, it's, again, interesting coming in, being new, and not understanding the history, but that's something that's been on the, the CIP budget for a few a few years, and it's actually been pushed. Um, and so that's why it is so important this year that uh, there's a lot of support to keep it on um, and then actually add an additional $200,000 funding um, kind of back into it. It was initially, um, it, it, I guess, slated for that much, and then things changed. Um, so really, there's a push to make sure it gets done this year. And that's what happens with projects. It gets pushed off. Um, so it, it's great to hear from people because that's something as a new council member, I, I might not have realized is how much it got pushed off. Yeah, it gets pushed back and pushed back. And then eventually it's pushed back so far that then that, that area needs more than just what was initially wanted. Then something else gets run down and needs needs to be updated and then the wish list gets bigger and it's like well you want yeah. both of these things and it's like well we've always wanted this is one thing for the last 10 years but it's been pushed back now we're in need of actually two things yep exactly exactly uh matt keel she's represents district seven city city lacrosse city council member she's a uh, new to the council so how i don't know is it has it been overwhelming you've been doing this for a couple months now has it been overwhelming or do you feel like you're starting to figure it out? What's been the hardest part of becoming a new city council member? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a huge learning curve. Um, I haven't been too overwhelmed yet. I feel like everyone has been extra nice to me. I'm not sure if, like, everyone in my district is like, I'll just, you know, give her some time. But um, I've had, you know, a lot of people reach out to me and 
it helps me learn. Every time someone reaches out to me with a question, I go to the city and, and figure it out, right? So um, it's been really cool and a nice learning process. Um, and through this process, I've honestly just learned that our city employees are just at the department's um, and the heads and everyone that I reach out to for questions are awesome and just like awesome people that want to do good for the community. Personally, before this, I didn't I didn't know much about them. So um, it, it's cool to see that um, and dive in more. So I ask a lot of questions and everyone is super patient with me, you know, in person or you know to my face at least. But they're awesome at answering them. Um, but navigating each question is a new where do I start, you know, with this question and then kind of navigate from there. So, um, you know, something that was important to me when I ran was even to just educate, right? So understanding the local government, the processes more. So I'm trying to um, help educate people while I'm learning as well. So this process is less scary and even the next council members that come in might have a better understanding, but um, all the constituents, everyone that lives in the city should have a pretty good understanding, you know, we should be transparent. So it's been fun um, as of right now. And I also love that being on council, um, you know, there's been plenty of disagreements and um, some heated, you know, discussions and emotions, but in the end, everyone still understands that we're, we're here um, to try to help uh, everyone else in the community. So that's, it's been, it's been overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive, surprisingly. Now you you uh, you know to to run for city council. I think you took took advantage of of social media, and it looks like from what I could tell. And I guess I'm not comparing everybody, but you're still utilizing that. I mean, even the capital improvement budget is kind of how I figured out you were you were you know into this, and and not that you're even on this committee, but this is something that's important to the city, obviously. So you should be in tune with it. But uh, you you're still utilizing social media to kind of talk to your constituents. Do they appreciate that? Yeah, yeah, I really, I do think they do because it's just one extra way to try to reach out um, that's convenient. So it's not the the only way I should reach out, but it's one way that's um, convenient for uh, maybe families or, you know, even those that don't have family and just want to be able to look up information online. Um, So I'm really trying to get more information out there and continue to share where the public can give feedback. Sometimes um, it, it's easy to find out you should have given, given feedback a little too late. Um, so it's important to me to make sure to get out there when you should get, be giving this feedback and, and how they're able to, and to just make it a less scary process. Cause just, I mean, meetings in general can be pretty intimidating. Um, I'm on council and they're still intimidating, which I think is fair. Um, but it's, it's a, a process that's confusing. So I want to make it more normal for people to be able to, be involved. Do you see the city as utilizing social media and just uh, the internet a little bit better? I mean, the the city plan commission's online tonight. You can go watch it from your house, but I don't think after it's over, you can't go back and watch it until, unless you request it. Um, the city or county board meetings used to just go up on Facebook Live and I think YouTube. Uh, we could utilize all these things. They're not immediately available. I, I, is there any talk about making those meetings available to, you know, all these platforms so people can go back and and watch them, you know, hours later or days later? Yeah, that's something we really want. I, you know, I really personally want to push um, in the city. And I know we have been doing a a slightly better job of using the internet. Um, I know uh, some of the employees that that post on the Facebook page and they do a great job of trying to post 
at a good time. They think about, you know, the constituents and, and when they're going to see it for like public input and all of that stuff. So that's, they, they, they definitely are um, looking and thinking and with, with COVID, right? So one of those small positive things that came out of it is the, the fact that we are able to use this technology. So I think we can continue to use it more, um, you know, and have that stuff available so we don't have to necessarily request it. I think what is um, very important because that's, you know, three, two or three steps that you bypass of someone trying to have to figure out to view a meeting. Yeah. Um, so one, I definitely hope that this is, you know, virtual is something that continues even when the, the council is meeting in person. Um, so everyone has a chance to view it. But then also, like you said, having a better um, form of being able to view it afterwards because these these are tight timelines and it's, you know, it's impossible to have to make every, be able to make every meeting. I'll probably bug, bug Mitch Reynolds, the mayor. On, he's going to be out tomorrow. I'll bug him about that. Anything else you want me to bug him about while I got him? Ooh, um, good question. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm excited that the ARPA funding is out um, for public input. Um, and, I, I mean, I would say bug them about that a little bit more. Um, yeah, and, sure. you know, what that, what that process is going to be next. Like, what are we going to do with that public input? I just have a minute here, but you, you said earlier, well, you said before the show, we were talking, the City Plan Commission, the, the five-year plan you guys are doing some kind of ranking system, or, or, or not you in, in general, but the city is planning. Do you, do you know how that's going to work yet, or will that be discussed at all more? Yeah, so we are doing a ranking system. They just introduced it this year, so it actually was introduced kind of midstream, so it's going to be partially done this year just to at least get it going. Next year it will be more clear, but uh, each of these projects are going to get a ranking, one through five. Um, there's a detailed plan, um, and you can find that, uh, gosh, on my Facebook or um, in the in the city news also for what each of those um, ranking actual areas are. So there's, I believe it's uh, there's eight dif- or nine different areas of ranking. Um, so there's going to be kind of a cross sectional team. Um, so there's not bias about ranking these, and that rank the score isn't necessarily the end all be all. Um, there's still going to be flexibility, but it, at least it's going to save a lot of time in narrowing down those projects that might be needed to be done for safety or, you know, things like that to at least narrow that list down for the mayor and the department heads. But you'll just rank the, the Kmart site number. You'll just give it the highest ranking, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm not a part of the ranking, <laughs> which is probably good. <laughs> All right. Matt Keel, District 7 City Council member. Hey, thanks a lot for joining me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. One more quick break. We'll be back. All right. Just a minute left here. Thanks again to Matt Keel for joining me, talking about some of the stuff going around in the city. That city planning commission meeting going to start here momentarily. If you can, you can watch it online. Just Google it. <laughs> I can't give you the link because it's just a big, long, stupid link. Uh, and you can just download the PDF there, the 45-page PDF, the, the kind of the wish list, like she talked about, the wish list of the city over the next five years, and and including just you know more specific, more specifically next year. Um, Mayor Mitch Reynolds is going to be out tomorrow, so if you got questions for him, we usually take calls. So get those ready. Give me a call tomorrow if you got questions or text, obviously. Uh, if you got any questions for the mayor, and uh, yeah. Bucks tomorrow. Very excited. Very excited to watch the Bucks tomorrow. We'll probably talk quite a bit about that as well. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.